Yo, this is David back again with another episode of Blood and Fire Radio Podcast. This is episode number 117. What's up? I'm back. I went out of town. As I mentioned with the last episode, I recorded it early before going out of town to Colorado. And I was still able to release it on time, which was pretty sweet. I'm recording this one on uh, Friday night. And this will be released on Sunday evening, so uh, happy Mother's Day to all you mothers out there. I don't think I have too many mothers listening to this, but I know there's probably a couple. (laughs) So, happy Mother's Day. I hope it was a good day. So, episode 118 is going to be a themed episode I've already posted out there um, on the Facebook page, just kind of trying to gauge uh, what you guys might want to hear for a theme. Uh, I did get one good comment with a whole bunch of ideas, and there was some good ones in there, so I might just kind of pick from that uh, paragraph that was sent to me of of ideas, because there was some really cool ones in there, um, and there's some that I would like to kind of shelve and save for later as well. There was some pretty interesting stuff that I think I could have some fun with, but this episode 117 is just a normal one here. Uh, it's got some pretty fairly new stuff. Uh, On this episode, there's not a lot of like classic tunes or anything. This one, the first tune, is really exciting for me because it's a a band that I really love and they don't release albums uh, very frequently these days. The band is Cold, K-H-O-L-D, out of Norway. They're from Oslo. They've been around since 2000 and um, it's kind of the same guys from the band Toulouse. And whenever Toulouse is active and playing festivals and releasing albums, then Cold is on the back burner. And then whenever Toulouse is not doing anything, Cold seems to release an album and play a couple festivals and stuff like that. But it's pretty much the same core, you know, trio of guys. Um, Cold is a four-piece band, but, um, but yeah, it's kind of just been the same core of three guys in both bands uh, all along. But they're coming out with a new record called Svartsen, coming out on uh, June 24th of this year through Soul Cellar Records. It's their seventh album overall, uh, but it's their first one in eight years. And I remember when that last one, Till Endis, came out. Um, I was excited for that one, too, because it had been a while <laughs> since their previous album, their fifth album. Uh, Till Endis was good, but not great. It was a little underwhelming for me. There was a couple of really good standout tracks on there, but uh, as a whole, it was not like my favorite album, so I was a little disappointed. Um, So yes, I'm hoping that they uh, redeem themselves fully with this album. They've only released uh, one single off of it, and it just kind of came as a surprise to me, really. I was on uh, Spotify looking at my uh, playlist that they call the Release Radar, like just things that are coming out. that they think I might like, and this was on there. I had no idea that they were even coming out with a single, but uh, I like it. So far, so good. So whenever this comes out in another month, month and a half, I'm going to be all over it for sure. So here we go off of their upcoming album, Svartsin. This is Cold with Apostle. Yeah. 
Night. That was Cold from Oslo, Norway with Apostle off of their upcoming album Svartsin. I love that band. It's just so straightforward. Um, they're not afraid to downtune. The riffs are just really simple. All the songs are at a pretty just kind of mid-tempo, head-banging pace. Great vocals. Um, yeah, they're such a good band. Um, all right. Cheers. I'm actually drinking a beer during the recording of this one. It's a bit of a rarity for me these days, but I'm having a Grolsch. I haven't had a Grolsch in like since like 2009. <laughs> like one of my old bands, we would occasionally drink this during practice and stuff, but I don't think I've had one since then. So just happened to see it at the store and said, what the hell? I haven't had one in so long. Let's give it a go. So it's bringing back some memories here. I'm going to be burping my way through the whole damn episode. Here we go. All right, we're going to the USA here. There's actually a lot of uh, American bands on this uh, episode. That wasn't really intentional. just kind of worked out that way. But this band's out of New Jersey. They've been active since 2016. The band is Sentient Horror, and I really like this band. I, I didn't listen to the debut that much, but the second record I really, really enjoyed uh, from a couple of years ago. And they just came out with their new one, their third album called Rites of Gore. Came out on uh, April 22nd through Redefining Darkness Records. And it's good. Um, I did not I did not really know the release date of the record, but they had released one single. And then by the time they released a second single, and I realized they had released a second single, um, the album was coming out like the very next day. So uh, before I really had a chance to even sink my teeth into the singles, like the whole album dropped at that point. But uh, I've given it a couple of listens so far. I mean, again, it's pretty fresh here. Um, but it's great. It picks right up where the last one left off. It's just old school death metal that's just done really well. And uh, they've kind of been picking up a lot of traction um, as far as uh, more attention uh, in the scene and all that. They seem to be getting some popularity, and it's uh, it's well-deserved. They're not really reinventing anything, but they're just doing a really good job of this style for sure. But um, there's been more than a few days that I've just kind of been not sure what I want to listen to and ended up putting them on and thoroughly enjoyed it. So here we go. Off of the new album, Rites of Gore, this is Sentient Horror with A Faceless Corpse.
All right, there we go. That was Sentient Horror from New Jersey with A Faceless Corpse. Yeah, that's a great tune, and the record is just like that. I mean, the songs don't overstay their welcome, and it's just great guitar work and great vocals, and uh, it just kind of punches you in the face and then goes about its business, pretty much. Uh, We're going to Brazil here to a bunch of ladies. This band's been around since 2019 and kind of formed from... I almost said out of the ashes of Nervosa, but of course Nervosa is still going strong with a different lineup. But this is a couple of the other ladies from Nervosa that had quit at the same time and uh, decided they wanted to kind of branch off and do their own band. So this is Crypta. And Crypta is an all-female death metal band and uh, out of Brazil, as I said. But they were kind of an international band, technically, um, because they had a Dutch guitar player. And the moment they announced the Dutch guitar player, I was like, this is never going to last. <laughs> if you're in, if they lived in a different European country, you can pull that off. But having a Dutch guitar player when all the rest of you are Brazilian and live in Brazil, um, that's pretty hard to, to pull off a real band dynamic that way. But uh, they did stay together to record this debut album called Echoes of the Soul that came out in uh, June of last year. I've played uh, a song off of it. Uh, It was released through Napalm Records, by the way. But yeah, I've played a song off of it on an earlier episode, but uh, I wanted to kind of touch upon them again for a couple of reasons. Uh, The Dutch guitar player has recently quit, which was kind of expected. Uh, She's much more of a, like, Vinnie Vincent fanatic and just obsessed with, like, super 80s cheesy hair metal stuff like i i follow her on uh on instagram uh and she posts a lot of guitar videos and stuff or her just lip syncing to you know to wasp songs and stuff like that so it's clearly that's more of of her bag you know so she is focusing on her band called cobra spell um which is much more her style but uh crypta is utilizing a a new guitar player for upcoming tour and then um, I guess it's kind of one of those they'll see how it goes and if she's just works out really great they'll probably offer her the position but they are currently listening through a bunch of audition tapes as well uh, to try and find who their next lead guitar player is going to be but anyways I'm going to play a song that is actually a bonus track from Echoes of the Soul not even a bonus track but an unreleased track uh, that they decided they would just kind of release as a one-off single and they made a music video for it but it's a good song i'm not really sure why it got left off of echoes of the soul maybe it was just too much for one album you know they just needed to cut a song so it would be a certain length and this is the one that didn't make the cut for whatever reason but it's a good tune um her vocal style is not my favorite but um it's not bad it suits the music well enough so here we go off of echoes of the soul or you know from those sessions at least. This is Crypta with I Resign. Safety! 
All right, that was Crypta from Brazil with I Resign. Um, yeah, like I said, you know, the vocals aren't bad, but they're just not my favorite style in the world. But the riffs are great. Uh, that's a definite, definite upgrade from Nervosa. You know, for all of the uh, the heart that Prika has uh, with Nervosa, she's just very passionate about the band, and uh, but she's just not that strong of a guitar player. Uh, a lead guitar player especially but um but yeah the riffs were always a little bit on the boring side with uh, nervosa but uh, the ladies in crypta here um definitely know how to write a good riff so let's keep on rolling here back to the usa out of st louis missouri that's not a place that you see a ton of uh well-known you know extreme metal coming from but this band's been around since 2019 so they're pretty new and I had never heard of them before uh, until when I was out of town, actually, in Colorado. But um, my buddy Corey said, have you heard them? And I said, no, the band is called Storm Ruler. And I said, no, I haven't heard them. And he said, well, they've been added to the Devastation on the Nation uh, tour with Rotting Christ and Bortnagar. And uh, so he, you know, felt good for them being kind of a smaller, newer band and, you know, being added to a tour like that. He thought that was pretty cool. But he said, it's really good. You should check it out. So I did. Uh, when I got home from the trip and everything that week, uh, I gave them a listen. They only have the one album. It's called Under the Burning Eclipse that came out in uh, May of last year through Napalm Records. And it's really, it's really good. It's really cool. Um, it's got kind of a thinner production, but it's just like, it's so extreme. And it's very kind of epic feeling but it's melodic as well not quite in a dissection way but it's just it's just epic and the uh, song titles are great the lyrics are great i like this guy's voice so yeah i'm all in he told me i would like it and he was right so here we go off of the debut album under the burning eclipse this is storm ruler with blood of the old wolf
right, and then it just cuts there to the next tune. That was Storm Ruler from Missouri with Blood of the Old Wolf. That record is so, so cool. Um, yeah, real happy that uh, Corey told me about that because it's, it's excellent. Uh, all right, we're jumping to Sweden here. This band's been around since 09, and I admit I hadn't really heard much uh, about them. A band's called Desolator, and they do not sound like your quintessential like Swedish death metal band. This is much more of a, I mean, kind of an American style. It's not brutal death metal or anything like that, but um, it just is definitely not that typical Stockholm, uh, you know, entombed and dismembered type sound. Uh, but I'm going to play something off their second record. It came out in 2020 called Sermon of Apathy. Their first record was in 2013, and there was a pretty long gap there. Uh, but this one came out, as I said, 2020 through Black Lion Records, and I just kind of saw it uh, kind of lauded for its uh, excellent guitar work. So I wanted to check it out and thought it was pretty damn cool. So this is a band that I was checking on the members as well, and I didn't really see anybody I recognized, and I didn't see, like, in the listings of other bands that they play in and stuff, I didn't really see any other bands that I recognize either, so that's kind of refreshing, because there's so much, um, <laughs> band uh, incest, so much band cannibalism here, where they're just feasting off of each other's lineups and sharing members left and right uh, in some of these uh, scenes, especially in Sweden, so it's kind of refreshing to see a band that doesn't really have... Uh, people in it that I recognize from other bands. So here we go, off of the second album, Sermon of Apathy. This is Desolator with Portal Tomb.
All right, there we go. That was Desolator from Sweden with Portal Tomb off of their second album, Sermon of Apathy. We're going to jump to Poland here, and this is a band I've played before, and I think I've probably shared kind of a little backstory about them as well. Been around since 2008. That band is Deus Mortem. And what made me get into them was the drummer, who goes by the stage name of Stormblast, because he has filled in for Inferno in the band Azerath several times. And I just happened to see some drum cam footage of him filling in with Azerath and thought he was damn good. Um, checked out some other stuff that he's played on and saw that he was a member of Deus Mortem and checked them out and really liked it. Uh, I played something off of their most recent EP that came out in 2020. Um, uh, played that on an earlier episode. But there was this drum cam video that um, my son likes and it was it's clips it's from the drummers from hell uh youtube channel it's just clips of all these drummers so you just get like a quick little like 15 20 second clip and then it moves to the next one so it's not the full song but we could see it was storm blast playing with deus mortem and no idea what the song's called but there was a couple of really cool like drum parts that he did in it that we were like "Ooh, that's cool but we could never find the song like i would listen through and like he's five and I'm just like listening through it and I'm just like I think this is it is this it and he's listening and he's like no that's not it so yeah I was just kind of on this search to try to find what the hell song is that from the clip and I found it finally so um you know my son was excited because he has his whole long playlist of his favorite uh songs drum wise at least I, I we just call it his crazy drums playlist so uh, I have since added this to his Crazy Drums playlist now that we finally found it. But it's off of the 2019 uh, full-length album called Cosmoside. And uh, they have an album in 2013, and then this one in 2019. And then, as I said, they uh, did an EP in 2020. But this was released through Malignant Voices Records. And yes, very psyched to have finally found the song because there are some really cool drum moments in this song. And it's just a great tune. Like, it's just a great tune overall. So here we go, off of the second album, Cosmoside, this is Deus Mortum with The Soul of the Worlds.
tonight. That was Deus Mortem with The Soul of the Worlds. Really, really love that song. It's got some really, really cool drum parts in there, and that record is so good. Um, yeah, they're, they're one of those bands that I'm really glad I looked into and discovered or whatever, because I do listen to them pretty often these days. All right, we're going back to the USA here out of Portland, Oregon, which I actually did not know they were from Oregon until I was making my notes for this. It's a two-man band, primarily. Been around since 2012. The band is called Nightfell, and um, Justin, you know, the singer and guitar player for Krigsgrove, he uh, he's a big fan of theirs, and he has worn uh, one of their shirts on occasion whenever we're just hanging out, but I was pretty late, you know, in checking them out. He had spoken highly of them, um, and I just kind of was lazy about checking them out, but when I finally did, it's excellent. I mean... Justin has good taste anyways, so yeah, I I definitely liked what I heard. Uh, I'm going to play something off of uh, my favorite record of theirs. Again, you know, I've listened to all of them, probably not, you know, a ton of times, but uh, just in the few listens I've given each album, this one stood out to me as as a favorite. So the album's called A Sanity Deranged. It's their third album, came out in September of 2019 through 20 Bucks Spin. But there's some great atmosphere. I love the production on this album. And of course the songs and performances are great. But this one uh, in particular just kind of has a, a different atmosphere to it for me. Uh, that I really like. And this song in particular is one that's uh, like a bit of a slow burn. But in an effective way. Like it, it works really well as far as uh, generating the, the real dark vibes. The dark atmosphere here. You need a little time to kind of set the stage right. So yes, this is an excellent tune off of an excellent record. So off of A Sanity Deranged, this is Nightfell with Swallowing of Flies.
right, that was Nightfell from Portland, Oregon with Swallowing of Flies. So good, so dense and dark. I love it. Uh, all right, we're jumping back to Sweden here. This band has been around since 04, and they have been on a pretty constant, just upward trajectory for their entire career due to some excellent guitar work and some good songwriting. Um, that band is Tribulation, and I'd say kind of ever since 2015's uh, The Children of the Night album, they've kind of had, they've found their sound and honed in on it, and they've just been trying to improve upon it. I think it's starting to stagnate a little, because I think they've kind of taken it as far as they can go. So I'm curious what they'll do on the next full length, if they'll just kind of stay the course, or if they're going to try something different. But uh, they kind of surprisingly, I didn't know this was coming, uh, released an EP. They classify it as a, as a single, but there's three songs, and it's about 18 or 19 minutes worth of music. So I'm going to go ahead and call that just a short EP. A single would be one song. Hence, a single, you know, that's what the word means. But no, this is three songs. Uh, it's called The Dampier, and um, that came out on April 21st through Century Media. They do have five full-length albums. And the last one, like Where the Gloom Becomes Sound, just came out last year. And um, I find it to be good, but I still like the previous album uh, down below a little bit better. Um and that's another one that I was really slow to check out. And then I was urged <laughs> urged by those around me that, dude, you got to give this another listen. Um, and it's they were right, because it, it was a grower. It grew on me quite a bit. Um, but yeah, Where the Gloom Becomes Sound is uh, still a really strong record, but it just kind of feels like a little bit more, more of the same, you know what I mean? And this single is kind of that as well. So it's not bad by any means. I really like Tribulation, but uh, they do seem to kind of be treading water a little bit so yeah like i said i'm just kind of curious where they'll go with the next full length and see how they kind of develop this sound further um so yes here we go the the songs are literally just called the dampier part one part two and part three so i'm going to play the uh the one that was released first as an actual single <laughs> before the full thing came out so here we go off of the dampier ep this is tribulation with the dampier part one
All right, that was Tribulation with The Dampier Part 1. Uh, part 2 and 3 are just as good. It's a pretty strong little 18 minutes of music there, but um, yeah, I don't know when. they just Like I said, they just released their last full-length uh, last year, so it'll probably be another year or two before we see a full-length from them, but uh, I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye on their progress. All right, we're jumping to Norway here out of Trondheim. This band is pretty new. They've been around since 2019 called Il Halung, and they have really only released an EP, and then they just released um, a debut full-length independently uh, in February. So it's black metal, but it's different. It's just kind of hard to explain, but the guitar work is just interesting. Like, it sounds like, it literally almost sounds like a band of people that um, are from like all different genre backgrounds that there's just maybe maybe there's one guy like the singer it's just like we're making a black metal band damn it so there's just these other people that aren't used to playing it that are trying to play black metal or something it's it sounds like it's a negative but it's not like it ends up being very kind of unique and pretty cool but uh, yeah the guitar work doesn't sound very like traditional black metal in in several parts of this song um in particular but on the album as a whole as well but yeah this song in particular there's some kind of weird moments but it works um their debut album as i said it came out in february and they released it independently it's called falsketten's dualitet and that means like uh the duality of falsehood and this particular song, like I said, it just stood out to me just because of the unique uh, guitar work. But there's great vocals, and I think the production's actually quite uh, fitting for the music as well. So since it was released independently, uh, you can go ahead and find this on their Bandcamp page. And if you like what you hear, um, you should purchase it and support the band. So here we go, off of their debut album, Falsketten's Dualitet. This is Il Halung with Doctrine of Sind o Avlat. And that means doctrine of sin. And, and I had to look up what Avlat uh, translated to because that one I, that was new to me. But it translates to uh, indulgence, I believe it was. So doctrine of sin and indulgence.
There we go, from Trondheim, Norway. That was Il Halung with Doctrine of Sind or of Lot. Um, yeah, interesting. Like, it's interesting stuff. The rest of that record's pretty much like that as well. Um, so yeah, I went ahead and purchased it off of, uh, off of Bandcamp, and I'm glad I did. It's a pretty, it's a welcome addition to my Bandcamp purchase collection, my little library of stuff. Alright, we're going to Finland next. This band's been around since 07, and I actually had not heard of them until this, uh, most recent record. They've released three up to this point. Uh, but the third album came out in March of 2020. The band is called Solothus, at least that's how I pronounce it solothus solothus it's a s-o-l-o-t-h-u-s so i'm not quite sure but i'm just rolling with whatever so this third album is called a realm of ash and blood and that came out in march of 2020 through 20 bucks spin and i actually have not um i haven't even taken the time to dive into the first and second albums yet um i've been kind of fixated on this third one and i've listened to this one several times and I really like it, so I need to go back. I just, anytime I look up this band, I end up just gravitating back to this third album every time. But it's just really good doom. Really good, like, kind of death doom. And I don't know, it's, it's nothing particularly new, but they just do an excellent job of this, uh, this style. So yeah, there's not much else to say. So here we go, off of their third album, Realm of Ash and Blood. This is Solothus, 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 no idea with The Gallows Promise.
There we go, and it just kind of bleeds into the next song from there. That was Solothus from Finland with The Gallows Promise. It's really good. Check that record out. It's really good. Again, that album is called Realm of Ash and Blood. Excellent cover art as well. It's pretty striking. All right, we're going back to the USA for the next three, if you can believe that. I'm going to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania here. This band's been around since 2015, and they look like they have a bit of an identity crisis if you just look at the photos of them, because there's a couple of them that are dressed like full-blown Count Dracula impersonators with uh, white face paint and black lipstick and capes, and then there's two that just look like crust punks and just denim vests and, you know kind of mullet hair and stuff like they, like it just looks like a couple members from totally different bands just smooshed together into a band photo bands called devil master and they kind of market themselves as like satanic uh black metal punk but i don't really get so much of a punk vibe i mean you get it in just a tinge of it here and there obviously punk does have uh its place in the roots of black metal um so there's always going to be a slight punkish vibe. But I don't really get a ton of that in this band. It just feels like more kind of blackened, like speed metal uh, type stuff. And it's good. I mean, I definitely have no problem with it. Uh, some songs are better than others. But overall, uh, this most recent album of theirs um, is pretty damn good. I forget where I first heard about it. Um, probably in one of the many you know music-related Facebook groups that I follow. Uh, somebody probably posted about it and I checked it out, but um, yeah, I don't know, just probably the song titles and the lyric, lyrical themes and stuff uh, kind of drew me to it to check it out. And it's pretty cool. This I haven't heard the debut, but I've, I've checked out this uh, second album and really liked it. So the album's called Ecstasies of Neverending Light, and uh, that just came out on uh, April 29th of this year through Relapse Records. I actually didn't realize until I was making notes for this uh, episode that they were signed to Relapse. That's pretty, you know, there's bigger labels out there, but Relapse is a, is a big enough label to where I was kind of surprised. Um, but yes, Ecstasies of Neverending Light, this one... I think I came across this song because it was like their most played one on Spotify. So I just kind of went right to the top and I was like, well, let's check out. Let's check out what all the kids are listening to these days. And uh, yeah, I thought it was a cool tune. So I'm going to share it with you now. So off of the second album, Ecstasies of Never Ending Light, this is Devil Master with Acid Black Mass.
All right, there we go. That was Devil Master from Philadelphia with Acid Black Mass. Um, they definitely strike me as a band that would be fun to see live. I'd like to see them live if they're ever coming through on a tour. Uh, all right, we're staying in the USA, as I said. Um, we're going up to New York this time out of Rochester. This band's been around since 2018. And that band is Undeath, and I have been hearing a lot about Undeath recently. They've gotten some pretty good promotion um, for their new record. It just came out on uh, April 22nd. It's their second album overall. It's called It's Time to Rise from the Grave. And that was released through Prosthetic Records. And yeah, I've just seen the album cover a lot. I've seen little like reviews where they say, oh, we got four out of five stars from this place or that place. And yeah, there just seems to be a lot of praise for it uh, before it even came out. So since it's come out, I've still been seeing the album cover all over the place. So I finally decided to check it out. And it's a little more on the brutal side than, you know, I tend to listen to these days. But they're at the heart of it, there's still some really good riffs. And the execution is is excellent. Like they're they're excellent musicians and um but what made me really like what I heard was that there's kind of a like the bleeding era cannibal corpse vibe to some of the guitar work here like some of the riffing just kind of gives me that same feeling and uh, i really dig that so the songs are uh, pretty catchy for this style they're pretty memorable i would say so uh so well done to them because you know like i said this is not typically a, a style or a genre that i go to too often and when I do, it's usually bands that, uh, for nostalgia's sake, you know what I mean? Like bands that I listened to when I was in high school or fresh out of high school that I go back and listen to again. I'm not usually seeking out newer bands doing this kind of stuff. But yeah, these guys do a good job of it. So off of their second album, It's Time to Rise from the Grave. This is Undeath with Fiend for Corpses. <laughs> Oh, what was I eat? D-E-A-D, we're there, my 
right. That was Undeath from Rochester with Fiend for Corpses. You see what I mean? Like, there's some definite... Um, I know it's kind of with those hammer-ons and pull-offs that they're doing. It kind of has that um, staring into the eyes of the dead, you know, type vibe uh, from Cannibal Corpse. But, uh, yeah, I like it. I like it more than I expected to, put it that way. All right, we're going back to Philly here. This band is one that I was kind of telling everybody about whenever I first heard it. I first heard this band on um, Radio Fenris back in the day when he was still posting his episodes to SoundCloud and stuff like that. Uh, the band is called Summerlands, and they've been around since 2013. They looked like a bunch of young whippersnappers back then in their band photos, but they had an old guy <laughs> on vocals. And he's a bit of a legend. That guy is uh, Phil Swanson. And um, he did some vocals for Hour of 13. Um, but his vocal performance on their self-titled debut in 2016 was outstanding. And uh, just the tone, the guitar tone, sounded very like Ultimate Sin era um, Ozzy. Or like 1984 era Van Halen. Kind of that vibe. Um but the songs themselves were so catchy and even the faster songs and stuff still had this kind of darker vibe to them um and they've been just dormant ever since that album came out and i know that phil had left um because i don't think he ever really intended to be a full member of that band with a bunch of kids he was just kind of did the vocals for that album so they got a new vocalist uh never heard him before and they finally released something. So they released this single EP type thing. I don't know if it's long enough to be considered an EP. It's just two songs and one of them is a, a cover, like a Fleetwood Mac cover or something like that. Um, so there's one like original new song, which is what I'm about to play here. But they call the single Ageless Life. And that came out on April 14th. And um, again, this is like six years after the debut. But they're still signed to Relapse Records. And I believe that's who's uh, distributing this uh, single. But this is kind of the taste of the new vocalist. And just kind of let you know that they're still alive, pretty much. But um, it's good. But it does definitely lack that kind of dark edge. The new vocalist sounds great. He even has a little touch of that Phil Swanson style to his voice. He just kind of has a slightly higher register uh, to his voice, but great, great vocals, but, uh, yeah, it doesn't really have a darkness to it, it just kind of sounds like Dawkins-ish, you know what I mean, <laughs> but not, not in a bad way, but it just definitely has kind of this 80s vibe to it, um, it's not bad, it's good enough, it's good enough for now, I want to hear a full length with this guy, uh, and just kind of see what they do, but, uh, yeah, for now, I'm, I'm not disappointed, but I'm not blown away either, but it's just nice to see them still active. So here we go off of their Ageless Life single. This is Summerlands with Heavens Above.
Alright, that was Summerlands from Philadelphia with Heavens Above. It's a good tune. It's a real good tune. Vocals sound great. Um, I was actually talking, there's a record store here in Fort Worth um, called Born Late Records. It's run by John Perez uh, from Solitude Eternus. Great guy, and he's always he's always there, like just behind the register. You know, if, if he's not there, it's because he's at like a record um, show or convention or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and they'll have somebody else manning the, the register in his absence. But he's almost always there, and they're just playing like classic rock and stuff over the speakers. And it's just a great shop. They got all kinds of cool stuff. But I was chatting with him. I always end up chatting with him. Because um, way back in the day, my band at the time, Obsidian Throne, was looking for places to distribute our EP that we had funded ourselves and recorded at a proper studio and everything we put a lot of work into it and we wanted to get it out there to like radio stations back when people still did that and cd stores and stuff so we just kind of had some agreements here and there with some local cd stores putting our cds in their shop and and giving us a cut if they sold any of them and stuff but um but yeah i reached out to some labels and such and distros and one of which was a distro that john perez ran called brain dead i think it was brain dead um records or something like that but it was mostly a distro he didn't really fund you know albums to be made um but yeah he's he said give me 10 copies you know uh, and i'll put it in my distro so i was real appreciative of that at the time but tells you what kind of guy he is he never forgot so whenever i was there you know now i got short hair and glasses and i had my son with me and stuff and i went to go pay and he saw the name on the card and he was just like holy shit it's you like obsidian throne guy how you been i haven't seen you in forever and because i also used to be an intern um at nomad studios at the exact same time that solitude eternus was recording their final uh what seems to be their final album uh, alone and they were i was working on mixing uh in the in the other room with uh, with jt Longoria and they were in the other room um, recording that album so we would see them just kind of out in the lobby and chat and stuff like that but anyways we got to talking to him, uh, about bands kind of like that so I had mentioned to him like have you ever heard Summerlands and he's like oh dude you know I can't remember the name of the guy in the band that he knows that he's friends with or whatever but he's just like that guy he's been he's been working on some stuff man you know this it should be seeing the light of day pretty soon and um, so he said that, but I still, since I hadn't really seen anything online or, you know, in print or whatever to suggest that there was something coming out soon, I wasn't really expecting it. And then here we are like a month later and then this single just kind of drops out of nowhere. So he wasn't kidding. So yes, hopefully there's more to come. All right. Well, it has come to that time where I have to announce the final song uh, of the episode so I want to first thank everybody once again for listening thanks for telling other people about the podcast uh, if you want to tell someone where they can listen they can listen online at bloodandfireradio.podbean.com or on the free podbean app um, and the entire catalog of episodes is also found on Spotify so you can find it and follow it there uh, any sort of feedback or requests or anything like that, uh, you can email me at bloodandfireradio uh, at gmail.com. And of course, please find and like the Facebook page because any sort of updates or questions for you, the listeners, it's all going to be posted there. Anything regarding new episodes. Uh, and as I said, I've posted a, a question asking, you know, what kind of theme might you guys want to hear for this next episode? 
So if you've got something in mind, um, feel free to uh, to throw it out there so I know. Um, all right, let's finish strong here. Like I said, next episode is going to be a themed one. I'm excited. I always like working on those, and I expect to uh, to be on time with it, um, releasing that here in two weeks. So we're going to Greece for this final band. Been around since 2014. Some excellent doom metal. Kind of has a gothic tone to it, but not as much so as, say, like Draconian or a, a band like that, who I also love. But uh, this band is Ocean of Grief, and they are really good. Their 2016 album, Fortress of My Dark Self, um, I thought was really, really good. So, I mean, that was an EP technically, but I listened to it a lot, and I thought it was excellent. So this is something off of their debut. I think, I think this is the most recent release from them. I haven't really heard anything from them in a while, but... Uh, the debut came out in January of 2018. It's called Nightfall's Lament. And that came out through uh, Rain Without End Records, which was actually a, a like a sister label to uh, Nature Mocked Productions, who uh, Krigsgrove used to be signed to uh, out of Germany. So yeah, Rain Without End, I believe, is based out of Canada, and they just kind of worked uh, in cooperation with one another. But Rain Without End focused more heavily on the Doom side of things. Uh, so that's most of their roster is kind of Doomy bands like this. But uh, yes, this debut is just as good as that EP from 2016. It's really good. Excellent cover art as well. But it's got a real nice, like, kind of clean and powerful production. And it's just really, like, professional. Not necessarily just the production, but just the performances and everything about it just feels real slick and real well done. Uh, so it's a great album. It's a real heavy album. So... A nice slow way to end the episode here. So see you guys in two weeks with the next episode. Until then, I'll lift up what's left of my beer. Cheers, everyone. Off of their debut album, Nightfall's Lament. This is Ocean of Grief with Painting My Sorrow. <laughs>